Well, thank you very much. Uh, I'm, I'm blessed to be here today and uh, be part, be, uh, see that fantastic drama. Really touches us, doesn't it? That uh, God's not done with us. Changes all that fear and hate and doubt <clears throat> into something good. Thank you. Thank you. Kids? Youth? I don't know. Uh, this, the, the youth did a great job, didn't they? Leading the service. And uh, <clears throat> I'm glad that, that you were able to find a, uh, a speaker for this youth-led service that's also young. I don't know if you're laughing at me or, or with me. I hope you're, I hope you're laughing with me. But, uh, uh, the theme of, this, of the song, God is faithful forever, he'll never let us fall. And then the skit, he's not done with us. That's exactly what I wanted to talk about. So I guess we're done. Because <laughs> they did such a great job. Uh, but we're going to look at Philippians 1 today, uh, real quickly here, 1, six mainly. And uh, you know, when you go on a trip with your kids, there's that question that comes up, are we there yet? Have you heard that before? When I was a little kid, we would go to my grandma's house, and I loved my grandma. She made me banana pudding and had other great qualities, and she loved me. That was one of the ones, and so I couldn't wait to get there. Was, are we there yet? It was three or four hours, uh, and then, of course, grew up, had my own kids, and they ask the same question. Now we ask that question about our lives, but the message is God's not done with me and he's my help. And we find that here in, in, in Philippians 1.6, but we do get frustrated, don't we? Am I ever going to get to that place I'd like to be, to be the kind of person I want to be? Of course, sometimes we have the wrong goals, don't we? Because of our pride or our fear or our jealousy. We want to have something that's temporary in this world to have people think that we're cool or to have more stuff or whatever it might be. But God's goal for us is something completely different. It's to make us over into the image of Jesus. Like we saw right here and Jesus went to the cross. So the Bible is where we find that truth. So let's look at this passage uh, real quick. Philippians, I want to read the, uh, kind of put it in context here. Read the first 11 verses. Paul and Timothy, bondservants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, including the overseers and deacons, grace to you and peace from God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ, I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, 
always offering prayer with joy in my every prayer for you all. In view of your participation in the gospel from the first day until now, for I am confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. For it is only right for me to feel this way about you all, because I have you in my heart, since both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, you are all partakers of grace with me. For God is my witness how I long for you all with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this I pray that your love may abound still more and more in real knowledge and all discernment, so that you may approve the things that are excellent. Like this stuff. Things that are excellent. In order to be sincere and blameless until the day of Christ, having been filled with the fruit of righteousness, which comes through Jesus Christ, to the glory and praise of God. So, uh, the theme of, of that, that I want to talk about today is what the young lady saying so beautifully, God is faithful forever. He won't let me fall. He won't give up on me. He's at work in my life. So I want us just to think about that uh, for a moment. Philippians 1.6, first of all, that God is actively working in my life. Sometimes it's easy for me, even as an old guy, to to forget about that, even though I've known it for a long time. To think that here I am, trudging along, trying to do what's right, and like the song sang, I, I wonder where you are sometimes, God. But God has already promised that he'll never leave us or forsake us. Remember the last thing that Jesus said, Matthew 28, to those disciples, to his followers, was, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the age. So we can have confidence in that. Uh, I remember, I would always say, are we there yet? But if we went on a trip, we weren't going to grandma's, and grandma was in the car with us, then I didn't ask, are we there yet? Because grandma's right there. She's with us, and she's delightful. As a little kid, that was just the greatest thing, to have, to have her there. So that's our situation. God is with us. He's at work in your life. Don't forget that. The same, <clears throat> the same loving Father who made all the, the creation that beautiful that we see and ordered and amazing, The mountains and the sea and the flowers is at work in my life to help me to gain these kind of characteristics. Because he talks about to be righteous, that your love may have more knowledge and discernment, that you live your life according to the wisdom of love, not like the other things that they portray, greed, selfishness and pride that guy did a good job on pride didn't he that was great that's that's often our downfall isn't it because the goal of our life becomes to 
sort of feed the, the, my own prideful hunger to be something, to have other people praise me and so forth. Anybody ever struggle with that? Yes. I noticed it was the older people that they've been around. They know. So uh, the, the Old Testament has a wonderful psalm reminding us of, of this, that our help comes from God. He's the creator. He's at work in my life, in my heart in the circumstances of my life. Psalm 121 says, I'll lift up my eyes to the mountains. From whence shall my help come? We ask ourselves that sometimes. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. What a statement. So I can be confident of that. He's at work within me. He's good. It's a good work confident of this very thing that he who began a good work will complete it also God is making me what I was meant to be he's with me he's working in it but the goal what is the goal to make me like Jesus to help me to express and to live out the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, humility, self-control. All of those things. Because the Holy Spirit, God is in me and with me and lives in my life through the Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus said you must be born again. And he gave us life that's forever. But it's also a quality of life that's marked by love. And that's why he says... This I pray that your love may abound still more and more in real knowledge. Living your life according to that standard. Love. Seeing with the eyes of love. Being this kind of person. Rather than everything being about me and consuming all that's before me. In my hunger to be something. To make myself something. When Jesus said... Without me, you can do nothing. I'm the vine. Remain in me. So he's making me what I was meant to be. I can, I can uh, trust that. So how many of you have heard the story of the ugly duckling? Is that something that they still do, the ugly duckling? Well, the, uh, the ugly duckling was this little gangly, ugly you know, the little ducklings, the little yellow, they're so cute. And they run around and they, they follow their mother everywhere. Have you seen those little? Uh, but one of the ducklings that was born, that came out of the egg, was this gangly, ugly, sort of uh, long, stretched out features and so forth. And compared to the cute little uh, ducklings, it was ugly. But... How does the story go? That ugly duckling was destined to be a swan. One of the most beautiful, stately, dignified creatures that we see. So that's what God has in mind. Now, often, if I look in the mirror, I don't see a swan because I'm not a swan. 
those of you who are concrete thinkers, <laughs> talking about an analogy here, I don't see myself as what God has in mind for me. But you know what? That's coming. And he's at work in me to get me there. He's not finished with me yet. And he's with me. Just like grandma in the car. I can trust that. Um, And then, that time is coming. I can trust that it's coming. The end is coming. There will be a wonderful end to the process. You know, a lot of people say, have said in our culture, it's not the destination, it's the journey. Have you ever heard that? It's the journey. But why did you set on a journey if you don't know where you're going? You know what? That's not a journey, is it? That's wandering around, not knowing where you're going. It's different. But we are on a journey. And the journey starts like these kids dramatized with coming to the cross, giving up on myself, letting him be my source, letting him be my goal. Because what does it say? I'm confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. Every dog has his day, right? Jesus, the Messiah, is going to have the day. And it's coming. And we will be caught up with him, and we will be manifested, as the Bible says, as the children of God. Everything will be made new. That's the goal. We often make the mistake of making our goals primarily about this temporary world. Don't we? That's passing away. What does the Bible say? Over and over and over, passing away. Our life is but a vapor. Remember all these things? Whereas the grass that withers. But the great goal is to be like Christ on that day. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, we shall be like him. That's the day we're looking forward to. And he talks about that here in verse 11. Having been filled with the fruit of righteousness which comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. So, God is working within me. He's, he's working to make me what I was meant to be. And he's working toward that day when Jesus Christ will be Lord to the glory of God the Father. All will see. And I get to be in on that party. I get to enter in and put on my robes of righteousness and be with him. The homecoming of all homecomings. Remember what Jesus said? In my Father's house, there's lots of room. And I go to prepare a place for you. That's the goal. So he's faithful. He's not going to give up on us. He's never going to, he's, uh, as it said, let us fall. I can trust him. So, why don't I do, in this life, what's going 
to be the resounding glory of the, of the life to come, which is the day of Jesus Christ, which is all about love, doing what's right, acknowledging God as, as glorified. That kind of life, I've come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. That's what Jesus said. So, you know, you, you teenagers, any of you married yet? Probably not, so that's good. Uh, but if you do get married, uh, it's supposed to be a joyous occasion, but there's this one part of it that's kind of a downer. And that's the vow that says, until death, until death do us part. Do they still do that? You know, a vow, a making a vow is a good thing. To commit oneself to somebody. I was, I was sick recently, and I, you know, when you get sick, your mind kind of plays tricks on you, at least me. And I felt a little bit crazy. Uh, and I told my wife, I said, are you going to stay with me? Stick with me? Because I'm a little bit crazy right now. And she said, yes. You know, that warmed my heart. And I just, I laid back and went back to sleep. She's not going to give up on me. And that's what God promises too. It's not till death do us part. What is it? Till the day of Christ Jesus. Till not till death do us part, but till we enter in to the glorious light and life and love of Jesus. Boy, that's a good that's a good promise, isn't it? That's something to be confident in. And right now, this moment, he's with you and he's working with you. Bringing you to that day. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you that you're faithful forever, that you'll not let us fall. Lord, that you promised to be with us even unto the end of the age. That your very presence fills our lives through the Holy Spirit. Thank you for these wonderful gifts. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you that you remember us just like the thief on the cross who said, Remember me, Lord. The thief didn't deserve any anything, much less to be remembered by the King of Kings, but... He said, remember me, Lord, in faith. And Jesus said, today you'll be with me in paradise. Thank you for these great truths. Thank you for each person here. Thank you for these young people and the, the brilliant job they've done today to lead us into worship, to remind us of the greatest value that there is, and that is Jesus Christ, the Son of God. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.